Welcome to Learning As We're Living. I'm Sarah, or the Idaho Wife on social media. So glad to have you here this week. Last week, if you made it to the end of my fun, random, get-to-know-me episode, I mentioned I had a girlfriend I wanted to get here on the episode. Well, it wasn't as hard as I expected to ask her because she was willing to be a part of this awkward interrogation. And I told her told her you guys aren't scary, so you guys have to be very welcoming. Don't let me down. And let's get to introducing her. This is my friend Jacqueline, but I'm lazy, so I just call her Jackie. Hi. Now, me and Jackie met through work. We are baristas at a local coffee shop. She kind of started when I was on maternity leave, though. So when we started, when I finally started back, it took us a little while to get close. We were about six to seven years apart. Not that that matters, but we... Finally, got to know, I got to know her, and I got to learn her journey of life, and has I have gained a great friendship now, and I'm excited to have her here today to share it with you guys. So, well, as much as she'll let me share, we're not going to get over personal. We'll save that for the next podcast. But Jackie, why don't you tell us a little about yourself, maybe your age, where you grew up, or just something about Jackie. So... As Sarah said, my name is Jackie, and I grew up on Kodiak, Alaska, which is a small island with about between six to 9,000 people on it, and I moved here to Idaho about less than two years ago, and yeah, just enjoying life here. Awesome. So I asked you to be here today because... I wanted to talk about your relationship specifically because you are a young bride and I mean some people could say you're too young. Some may say that's exactly what I want to be and be envious of you. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion but I do believe more are going to relate with you being so young and being married or at least they're wanting to be married so young as well or are ready for that next step in the relationship. I mean, I was that way, so I understand it. So let's just get into some questions. Um, Your husband's name is Caleb. We'll just say that so we don't have to keep saying your husband. But what age were you when you met Caleb? I was, I had just turned 16 and Caleb was about to turn 22. So quite an age gap. He was robbing the cradle. (laughs) That's what everybody says. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys like start off dating right away or were you just like friends at first so we met at the sporting goods store that I worked at which was called Big Rays mm-hmm. and he worked for this float plane company called Andrew Airway at the time and so um he would come in quite often and I was always at the front counter and I guess we both kind of caught each other's eye and uh funny little side story when I started, nobody actually really knew my age. They all thought I was, you know, 19 or 20 already. Just like being here in Idaho. That's how she kind of was here, too. Right. And so one of my um, old coworkers told his dad, who also thought I was, you know, cute and, you know, <laughs> yeah. would be interesting for his son, um, asked about me to him. And so that's kind of how they figured out that I was single but they didn't know it at the time. Did they think he was, did they know his age? Because he looks younger. Like, I wouldn't say he looks old, but I wouldn't say he, <laughs> you know, I mean, you guys look similar ages. Like, you don't right. look like such a big gap. 
Right. I think that's also because he can't grow a beard. So <laughs> Maybe that's a dozen more. So he kind of has a baby face. We joke about that all the time. The opposite but, of Cody because he can grow a beard. So more people think he's like 30 or 40. So they think like, wow, you and your wife have such an age gap. But it, we right. don't. <laughs> yeah. So. Do you remember the first time you saw him? Yes, because I thought he was a really handsome man, mm-hmm. and we were both kind of looking at each other, kind of like smiling, like, oh, you know, like we both thought each other were cute, yeah. and we're interested, and um, I didn't know it at the time, but he came in one day saying that his dad lost his phone which is pretty usual now that I know his dad. He loses his phone all the time. No wonder you guys get along so great. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so he came in and told me that his dad lost his phone at the sporting goods store that I worked at. And so he gave me his name and number. And said, Ooh. If, you, if you find the phone or not... He had game. Look at him. But I was so naive at the time that I didn't really <laughs> understand. I didn't understand it. So, like, after a week of it just sitting up at the counter, I threw it away. Oh, no. She gives me crap for all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so. That is so funny. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> just so. Sort of, oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah. Right, I would be doing the same thing, though. You have to give him a hard time for that. That's so funny. Right. So, how did your mom and dad feel about this age gap? So, I kind of kept it from my parents for a little while, just because I didn't really, not that I didn't know where we were going with our relationship, it was just so new yeah. at the time, and so, like, I didn't tell them right away. <laughs> didn't want to get in the family <laughs> fight on day didn't, one. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it'd be a little bit much. Yeah. Like, I love my mom, but sometimes... It could just be a lot. Of course, parents, they are got to be worried about it. I Right. Now, as an adult, now, I would understand how my parents would act. But me exactly, at 16, I'd be like, right. but I'm in love, Mom. <laughs> exactly. Were you ever scared about the age gap? Um, Not at all. Did I you mean, guys I tell felt- each other right away, like, you were 16? And did you know right away? Or did you guys kind of, like, um, ease? I don't know. You, does that make sense? Like, were you pretty open like hey I'm only 16 or was he did you guys think you were closer in age for a while um I kind of thought we were closer in age but when he told me that it was his birthday in the next couple weeks and Mm -hmm. he'd be turning 22 I was like oh I wasn't really scared about (laughs) Uh oh I'm only 16 (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so how did your parents once you told them how did they react to that So I was actually on the phone with him and I had these really crappy headphones. So I took the headphones out and I put the phone on speakerphone and my mom happened to be walking by my room. Eavesdropping from the door. That is a man's voice. And I was like, (laughs) oh my gosh. And so later that week, um, we went out to lunch after church and it was really, really awkward. I didn't really say a word, but it was just kind of like a little get to know. Oh, he went with you guys. Yeah, he went with us. So it was my mom, my dad, me and Caleb. And it was so awkward. My parents just interrogated him. I was just going to say, were they drilling him? Oh, yeah. They thought that they didn't like him at first, 
and my mom even told me this that she tried to find every reason to hate Caleb but she's like I just love the man so much and she just saw how much he made me happy and I got to know parents parents first parents views like obviously they were concerned but they ended up welcoming welcoming the relationship pretty well yes which is awesome he was, you know, very open and very much so, like, wanting to get to know the rest of my family. He would hang out with me, two younger sisters. It was just, you know, really nice and comfortable after <laughs> the first time that they met him. Was, um, I don't even have this question written down, but does, were your parents ever worried legally, like, being so age gap, like, for instance, me and Cody, when we were dating, he was just two years older than me, and, like, I wasn't allowed to spend the night at his house just because, I mean, I was underage. Right. Technically, technically, like, air quotes, he could go to jail, I guess, if you could think, like, right. stuff like that. Were your parents ever worried about it? Is that, like, not even a thing in Alaska? Does no one really care? <laughs> I don't know. I only know Alaska, you guys, from my Bush people and whatever Alaska shows Discovery Channel lets me see. And talking to Jackie, I realized those are all phony and I have no knowledge of Alaska. <laughs> but so was it any, was that ever an issue or not really? Um, I think that they were for his sake. But like I said, just really getting to know Caleb and how respectful he was and getting to know his parents, like just Coming from a Christian family, I feel like that really helped and eased a lot of minds. Yeah. And we were very open about our relationship, except in the beginning. But um, just very open with the rest of my family. And they all loved Caleb. They all actually knew him as a little boy because uh, his grandparents used to live in Port Lyons, which is a small village right outside of Kodiak that you can only get to by plane or boat. And so his family were missionaries over there, which actually I have a lot of family over there. Oh, that's kind of fun little, like you guys were tied in like that. Right. You know, I think I read a story or maybe it was like an article. I don't remember. I think it was an article on like Facebook or something. So I don't know. But it was saying that you and your like significant other have probably crossed paths so many times or you – had to have crossed paths so many times to eventually get to the the part where you guys actually met. And like like you're saying, you're they were from the same like little island or like they you guys had family that like, I kind of agreed together that way and then eventually you guys met and stuff. And like same for me and Cody. There's so many times we'd be like, I think we were in the same spot at the same time, but we had no idea who each other were. Right. And when we were younger. So that's kind of fun. Okay, so let's just fast forward. When, how long were you guys dating before he proposed, I guess, for instance? I would say I guess you were about 16. a year and a half. Okay, yeah. So. And when did, you, when did you know you wanted to marry him? Was I'm there like a something that happened that you were like, oh, I'm going to marry this guy? No, we were just both really comfortable around each other, very honest. And... Your relationship was just growing. It was just growing in a way that, you know, you can't really explain. Like, you just know that you want to be with this person, that you just love them so unconditionally. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's just how it was for us. Because I knew, like, 
instantly that he was the man I was going to marry and be with the rest of my life. I love it. So when did he propose? Or how did he propose? Just give me the whole, like, give me every detail. I want to know it all. So we had made a trip down to Idaho because Caleb's parents have a retirement home down in Harpster. And so we were doing some work on that house. This is what you were dating. This is what we were dating. Okay. And we just kind of fell in love with this area. And the lady that lives right next door to Caleb's parents' house, her name is Wanda. And she and her husband were wanting to move, you know, to be closer to their kids. You know, and they were an older couple. So, you know, they were just very welcoming and they were wanting to sell the house and we were potential buyers. And so we knew that we wanted to move there, but we didn't know quite when. So as a little bit of time had passed on, we knew that we wanted to get married after I had graduated high school. So that February before he proposed, he, um, we got a call saying that Dick had passed away and that she was going to be moving that spring. So we kind of made plans right then and there that we were going to move in the summer. Mm-hmm. So uh, he proposed just a couple days after that. And was it a surprise? Or yeah. you kind of maybe <laughs> had a hunch? I had a hunch, but I didn't know when. Yeah. He had already asked my parents for permission. And um, we were looking at rings together. And I just really loved one of them. And I didn't know he was going to order it. And I didn't know he was going to propose so soon. And so I thought it was a good surprise. And so you were still in high school technically, right? Yes, I was 17. Was that weird, being in high school still and kind of being on that next level, like being almost almost engaged or at least you – well, you got engaged in technically high school. Was that weird? I would say it was a little bit, but I didn't really mind because, like I said, I knew this was the man that I wanted to yeah. marry. And even though that I, I was so young – do a lot of people on the island get married young like that or not really? Or I would say not really. Um So you said you guys were like picking out rings and stuff. Did did you were you like particular about the ring you got? Like were you, I don't know. I know like some <laughs> girls Love you guys, not judging you, but some people are like I have to have this ring. Like he better pick me out this ring. Or did he, or you said you had shown him which one you liked. So you kind of knew which one you'd be getting? Yes? Yes. I don't even know if my question is making any sense, but. It was more of like a style that I'd like, because I really like simple and elegant. And so my engagement ring is just a diamond with a band, you know, it's nothing, nothing too crazy, but you know, that really fits my personality. It fits my daily lifestyle. Like I wear it all the day Mm -hmm. or all the time. And so, I mean, it was kind of more like the style that I had wanted. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so awesome. That's, I love like hearing those stories and seeing, um, seeing rings that either the girl or guy picked out for them. I personally, I, well, in the end, I knew I was getting proposed to. Cody doesn't really, like, know that. <laughs> but, like, I mean, I've said it to multiple people, so maybe he's heard me say it. But right. 
I tried to give him the fact that he was surprising me, but he really didn't because he was giving me clues and they were so obvious. Like, I don't know. They were just, they were hilarious. But I had never once shown him a ring that I liked. Like, for some reason, I was so scared. I don't know. I mean, it was me being young. I don't know why, but I was so scared that if I showed him a ring, he was going to be like, oh my gosh, she's moving too fast. Or something, I don't know, and I was going to scare him off. I don't know why. That was just my personal in my head because I'm always thinking in my head. So I never showed him. So he picked out my ring completely on his own, which for me, I like it. It's kind of special. Like that was what he thought I would like. Um, Do you love your ring? Yes. I absolutely love my ring. It's funny because I love my ring now. In the moment, it was not my dream (laughs) ring, of course, because, you know, I was – how old? I was 20 and I had of course a Pinterest board of my dream wedding and all the rings I wanted and so it wasn't even like anything I had ever wanted but now I love it and not that I wear it because I always wear just my rubber rings now but um it's just exciting to see like where we started obviously we were so young we couldn't afford like a three carat ring you know something like that Mm -hmm. so it's small it's like perfect and really I'm the same way I'm so simple I really don't wear any jewelry like I don't even wear my ring at the moment, but, um, so it's like perfect for me right now, but it was funny when Cody even like, he apologized to me because he ordered it online and he was said, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought it was going to be bigger, but I didn't even care. Like I was never worried about how big my ring was going to be because to me, the ring wasn't the big deal. Yes. And I think I just like to make that a message because I feel like so many people get caught up in the ring, the wedding, all that stuff. And that's the commitment to me at least. And so I really liked that part. So I was just curious about how your ring and how that story was. Um, So you got married or so you got proposed to, and you said, I think you were telling me earlier that you technically had finished high school in like December, but you were walking that June for your wedding. How were your friends with your relationship? So I didn't really have a ton of friends which is probably why Caleb and I spent so much time with each other. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, I had a few good, like, friends that I had grown up with. They were all really, really excited for me, you know. Obviously, my course of life that I was wanting to take was, you know, a lot different than other people because most people were just worried about getting into college mm-hmm. and, you know, where they were going to go and how they were going to start their new life away from home. And so it was different in that sense, but I know like deep down, deep down in their hearts that they were really excited for me. And that's something that, you know, gave them something to look forward to. Yeah. That's life is not all about just school. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's super fun. That's a good way to look at it. Um, I was the same way though, like in high school, I know some people look down on like high serious high school relationships. I feel like, um, Or they think, oh, kids are rushing into it. Like, she needs to go live her own life, go to school, whatnot. But I was almost similar. I didn't quite get, obviously, engaged in high school. But I I had dreamed of it. I had had thought up this whole thing in my head that, like, Cody was going to propose to me. Mm -hmm. And um, I I had said... So we and Cody lived apart for a summer and um, he had moved here to Idaho permanently, but I was still in high school. 
And he was moving back home. Him and my best friend made up this big plan. They were going to surprise me and have him move home. So he kept telling me hints. He's terrible with these hints. That's how he gave away the wedding one. Um, But he was giving me hints. And he kept saying, this is going to be the best gift you've ever gotten. Like all this stuff. Silly stuff like that. And so in my head, I had been working up that he was going to propose to me. Or I guess we were in high school still. So I didn't think propose. I thought I was getting like a promise ring. Which now I think are silly. But that in high school, that is like all you want is like that next step. You know, whatever. And so I kept saying, he's going to give me a promise ring or engagement ring, whatever the heck. And my friend knew the plan. She knew he was coming home. And so now thinking back, she probably thought I was an idiot. Like, he's not giving you a ring. You're just so dumb. But I was like, had it in my head. And so he he got to come home for um, a wedding. And I was gone on vacation the same time he was here. So I was missing him. Mm-hmm. And he... It was like, oh, I left it in so-and-so's truck or in her car, in her glove box. So I went to go get my ring in the glove box. <laughs> I, was, I remember I was like, oh, my God, it's here. My ring is here. Blah, blah, blah. And I go over to get the ring and there was nothing in her glove box but like a hairbrush. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck? And I was like so disappointed. And I turned around and my surprise was Cody. He had moved home. Uh-huh. Which obviously is like the most romantic thing. But in my head, I was getting this <laughs> ring. I remember seeing Cody and I didn't even know who he was. I was like, who is this guy walking towards me? I hadn't seen him in months. So I was like so confused. But I like did not expect that. And it's like the most romantic thing ever. But in high school, right. I wanted to get married so young. Even though that was not our, that was not how our life was going to be. It took him three more years to even get to that point. But... <laughs> I was the same way, wanting, ready for that step in high school, or I thought I was, but I'm, I like the way my life has planned out, but I can relate to you in the ready for that in high school and stuff. Um, let's see, what's my next question? You graduated high school, and then you, or, or whatever, you finally got to walk with your senior class and get that diploma, and your wedding was then shortly after high school? Tell me about your wedding. Yes, so... Our wedding date was July 11 of 2018, and we moved July 13th of 2018, so... What month did you get engaged? I'm sorry. February. Oh, okay, February. Yeah, later in February. So when you got engaged, you planned on July was when you were getting married, or did it... Was it planned to be further out, but then you knew you were moving, so you moved it closer? How did that work? How was that timeline? So we didn't really have a date picked in mind, but we knew like we wanted to move, you know, before winter had come. So that way we weren't trying to drive in snow because that's the only way that we could have gotten all of our stuff down. Mm -hmm. Um, So we, um, oh my gosh, I just totally lost my train of thought. Oh, you're fine. Uh, So when, uh, what made you choose July 13th to move, I guess? That was just, like, how the timeline worked. So then you, did you decide your day you were moving, and then you went by your wedding off that, off the day you were moving, or? Yeah, I would say that we actually wanted to get married on a Saturday, mm-hmm. but our wedding actually ended up being on a Wednesday, Ooh. which made it a little bit harder for people to, you know, get off work before five to come to the wedding yeah but we still actually had a really big turnout 
but um yeah did was your wedding like did you start planning your wedding like in february or was it more i'm a procrastinator so i kind of put it off but um we have this really good family friend her name's cammy and i don't think we would have gotten the wedding that we had without her. She was just absolutely amazing. She is so creative, so very helpful. And she just kind of really took us step by step. So that way we weren't so overwhelmed with information Mm -hmm. at that time. Just because, you know, planning a wedding and moving shortly after. And graduating high school. All that's a lot to take in one day. Yeah. Yeah. Graduated in May. My birthday was June. And then in July... We Did you have married. to make sure you had to wait till you're after high school or you're 18 too, right? Or is that or that was never like a thought? Um, yeah, I did want to wait until after I was 18, just so that way my parents didn't have to sign a yeah. consent form for early marriage and stuff like that. Um, which I guess would be another factor in why we waited until mm-hmm. July. Did and everyone knew like at your wedding you were leaving that next few days after did yes. everyone know yeah. yes yeah so we put in our um wedding invitation that instead of gifts we were going to do a money tree just because we were taking a big u-haul down the alcan with us and so we knew that we wouldn't be able to fit a bunch of stuff <laughs> please with don't keep giving us stuff we have can't even take what we want <laughs> right so people were just super generous and super nice and you know, a lot of people showed up and, you know, were very supportive of the wedding. That is so awesome. Yeah. All right. I have a, still have a few more questions, but just give me one more moment. And I got to, we'll have a break and then I will ask you some more questions. Yeah, crazy. Um, we were just on a break and we realized that today <laughs> is Jackie's <laughs> proposal anniversary. Two, you said two years ago? Two years ago. Today. We were just chatting and we realized that. So that's kind of fun. <laughs> All right. Anyways, let's jump back into this. So we're talking about you and your wedding. Everyone was so supportive. But did anybody jump to conclusions with you guys getting married so young? Obviously, everyone knew you were moving. But were there like rumors? Did people think maybe you were pregnant, being married, getting married so young? I know that's a lot of things people say. Yeah, I did have a few friends, like, ask me, like, oh, like, are you guys waiting or are you already pregnant? Keep trying to hint at it. <laughs> right. And so I was like, no, we're just getting married because we love each other, not because, you know, we accidentally got pregnant, mm-hmm. and, you know. Unfortunately, that's what a lot of people think. Um, even for me, when I got engaged, my niece said to me, right after I got engaged, she called me and said, oh, are you pregnant or something? And I was so offended and I think I snapped at her and said uh no I have been with him for four years and we love we live together I love him I just wanted to get married spend the rest of my life with him like it doesn't have to always be because you're pregnant and I I think it's just such a cliche with young I think young couples yeah and I think it's hard for some people to understand that relationship bond before maybe even before they've experienced it themselves or if maybe some people just forget about like what it was like when they were so young because a lot of our parents not so much my parents but a lot of parents got married young too right you know back in the day but I don't know what so so many people just jump to the conclusion nowadays not saying my niece was like that just but that's how a lot of people think right 
And not to, like, bash on any of the people that, you know, did get pregnant and then marry short after. Oh, yeah, like, of course. I still do think, you know, that you guys had a connection that, you know, a child is a gift from God, you know, in one way or another, even if it was, you know, before you were married, you know, it could just be, like, a way they're, to hold you. Their plan was just together. a little different, yeah. Right, you know, and but that just, you know, wasn't our case. Um. So, you... We're then okay, so let's just jump to you moved to this new town. You were married. No one around here obviously knew you guys in your early relationship with Caleb. They were just getting to know you. Myself, you know, we're drilling you with all these questions. <laughs> and then they find out your age. Do you feel like people even moving into this new town, did they look down on your marriage being so young, or what did they say? I probably wouldn't say that they looked down. I think a lot of people like have told me like wow, you're just so young and you have your life together and you have this house, which we were renting at the time, but now is bought. Um, that like, wow, like when I was your age, like I didn't have like any of this. I didn't have any idea where I was going, you know? So like in some cases, like I got a good pat on my back, you know, for it. And Did you ever take those comments negatively or you just brushed them off or just didn't even think anything of it? I guess I just didn't really think anything of it just because like Caleb and I's testimony together is so, you know, different in a way that kind of. I'm so know, jealous of that so... because I am such a, in my head, I don't even know if there's a word. I always just say I'm in my head. So like for me, I just like start judging, like not judging or I just, I overthink people's comments. So I think for me in your situation, I'd be like, oh my gosh everyone's talking about you know I think I would have just been so bad but I'm I'm jealous of how you how strong and like confident you guys are and both you were together because I'm just I need to learn that from you because I wasn't always confident I overthink everything like I definitely did talk to Caleb a lot about it of course and like his parents and my parents and you know both of them asking like are you guys really sure you want to do this that's awesome yes we're sure and then knowing that, you know, it was something that Caleb and I really wanted, you know, our parents really just kind of got together and, you know, were the foundation for us to like really hold us up. That's my next question is both of you guys came from parents that are still together. And do you think that played a big part in your marriage and your relationship? Yes, I do think it does, did or does. Um, Both. Right. (laughs) So, uh, when Kayla's parents were still living back in Kodiak, even though we were gone, like they were still meeting up with each other. And sometimes they FaceTime us because they missed us. And, you know, they were, you know, doing family games and, you know, just wanted to include us and tell us how much, you know, they miss us and how much they wanted us to be there and stuff. But yeah. I love that. That is so, it's always great to have a good foundation behind you. I think, in every relationship. Yes, we are definitely blessed to have parents that are still together. So you are a little different than me, and so I'm curious on your way of way on this thought of this, because you got married and moved to a whole new state. So everything was different after you got married, which I've, like, followed people on social media or just known people who, like you, obviously you lived... Well, I don't, I guess I don't know this about you, but some people, you know, they live in their own homes or childhood homes, live with their parents, they get engaged, they're still not living with each other, 
But then they, after the wedding, you move into a house together. You buy a house. That was kind of your situation. You moved to this whole new state. And then that was when you guys had a house together. For me, I was already living with Cody. I had been with him, living with him for a few years then. And so when people were like, oh, does it feel different being married? You know, like people say that on your birthday. Oh, do you feel a year older? And you're like, (laughs) no, I feel the exact same. That's kind of how my wedding was, like, or my marriage right after. We were obviously in that whirlwind of, like, newlyweds, but at the same time, it was like nothing had changed because now it's just official. Mm -hmm. But how was that different for you being, you, like, your whole life changed the minute you said, I do, kind of, because you got married and you moved to a whole (laughs) new state. Did you guys live together before you got married? Okay, I didn't think so. So, yeah, how was that different finally like, you were just, not finally, but you were out of the house all of a sudden with a man, all, living with a man all of a sudden. Like, that's, I remember when me and Cody moved in. That's a huge step right there. Right. I would say that it was, I wouldn't call it difficult. I would just say, you know, kind of, like, getting used to this person, even though we hung out all the time. and It's so like, different. <laughs> it is so different than actually living with that person, getting to know more of their habits and, you know, how they live and I would say that part of it was a struggle once we got to our new house that, you know, he had expectations. I had expectations and (laughs) like life just tore those down and Mm -hmm. kind of opened it up. And I would say that for a while there, we were kind of like in a quarrel of just like he always thinking that the house should be kept clean, which, you know, I want to, but I can't spend all my time cleaning the house, you know, while also working Mm -hmm. and, you know, with him working too, you know, like he's providing for us. I don't like the word sexist, but like, yeah, like girls have to do the dishes. Guys do like the yard work. I don't know. Something silly like that. You know what I mean? Right. I get that. I get that. Like I only work like five and a half hours a day, which isn't much compared to, you know, people with a full-time job, Mm -hmm. but you know, where he was working, you know, four tens in the summer and, you know, just having crazy hours in the winter. It kind of put like a little wedge because he would always come home and be like, Oh, like this wasn't clean, you know, like, Oh, I kind of thought that this would get done. And, you know, like I was, hurt and I was kind of mad at him for pointing out all these things because I couldn't keep up by myself yeah but it wasn't and it's an adjustment the whole it is you you grew up with a mom who or mom or dad I don't know whoever does all that stuff and then you're expected to do it in the next week like oh wait I'm the mom now or I'm the wife of the house it's it's crazy it it totally changes your perspective on everything because Mm -hmm. I'm ashamed to say this in some way because like I didn't really help out around the house much like I was very entitled growing up growing up yeah and you know like oh like oh mom always does it so why should I have to do it and like then you're like oh I'm the one who does it now right like I've even had conversations with my mom it's like I'm so sorry (laughs) that like I was this mean person like I totally understand on a different level yes and like I constantly tell my sisters you know help mom out you know just wait one day right (laughs) and so it's just so different and it wasn't until like I really got out of the house it yeah until I got out of the house and like had no family around because I have a lot of family back home Mm -hmm. so 
like going from, you know, always going over to somebody's house for a birthday Mm -hmm. or, you know, just some sort of event. Even our first Christmas was really weird together, you know, because we didn't have all these family members around. But like, I still got like calls from them, text messages and, you know, gifts that they had sent us. But, you know, it's just not the same. It's a totally different when you're on your own and Right. I think even, like, as a kid, I have a lot of older siblings that I never realized, like, when they couldn't come home for Christmas or we didn't get together for stuff, sometimes it was like, well, why not? Like, it's our Christmas. But you don't think, like, now you're in your own. I'm like, yeah, I can't go home for Christmas. I can't do this all the time. Right. I don't know. Everything changes. Um, What would you say was the hardest part, the hardest, I don't know if you just mentioned it, about those first two years of marriage or like that first initial moving in together, was it the kind of having the same eye on housework, I guess? I don't know. Well, we were also doing like a lot of different like projects on the house Mm because our house is pretty outdated. They always say, you know how strong a relationship is if you're doing a remodel. Everyone said, Oh, just wait when we were remodeling our kitchen. Like you just wait, it's going (laughs) to test your marriage. That's always the hardest part. Right. So, you know, just doing all these projects and just other stuff. I would say that, yeah, keeping the house clean. What was your biggest? The hardest part? I guess we'll change it. What was your biggest shock of that? Like, think back to like that first few months of marriage. What was like the biggest shock for you? If you can even think of that. Right. Like I have my own pet peeves and he has his own pet peeves. Yeah. And you don't realize them when you're just hanging out for a few hours, but you need to go home. (laughs) Now like you're constantly Mm -hmm. around this person. So I think it was just kind of like learning to live with each other. Yeah. You know, compromising and right. Like it, it wasn't always what I wanted and it wasn't always what he wanted. Like there were some gives and takes in that. Yeah. To kind of, I think that's a big one. You have to realize yeah, you're, he's bugging you with this, but there's probably something you're bugging him with too because you right. both are obviously have your own pet peeves. You got to learn to live around them. Right. Like he always calls stuff out. <laughs> it's like, I don't always want to be called out for all this <laughs> stuff. But, you know, like I, I know he's not trying to be a jerk about it. Yeah. But like it just got really annoying. It's like, well, you know, I'm going to start pointing stuff out about you <laughs> and then, you know, we get into a little argument. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so let's not all be about the negative. What has been the best part in these last, in these first two years? You're almost two, two, two years. Congratulations. But what has been the best part of these first two years of marriage? Ooh, that's a really good question. I would say. Just, we don't ask it very often. Do you ever right. realize everyone always asks the negative stuff? And I wanted to throw in a good positive one because right. marriage isn't always negative. Obviously, it's a wonderful thing. So, yeah, tell me your best, your best parts. <laughs> So even though we were trying to learn to live with each other, it was still a great way of spending time with each other. And um, I would say just getting this quality time with one another, you know, before we have kids and stuff like that, you know, just really kind of soaking it in. Like, we're not going to get this time with each other ever again Mm -hmm. once we start having kids and You know, like, we've done some traveling. Like, we just kind of... Are taking it in, growing with each other. Right. And so I would say that, you know, just spending that time with one another and being, like, so intimate 
with each other about, you know, the things that we want, like our plans in life and just thinking about it kind of like gets us really excited. Do you guys talk about that kind of stuff a lot? Yes. Yep. I would say that we talk about kids quite often and when we want to have them. And Are you you two good at communicating? Even not just negative, but like positive both ways. Are you guys really good at communicating? It sounds like it. Or a little bit. Sounds like it. Yeah, I would say we've definitely had to work on it a lot. I would say that you never like truly know what somebody's thinking. So like I'm constantly asking questions and I know that he gets annoyed with you know like why do you keep asking me like it wasn't bothering me until now you know yeah we were talking about this the other day (laughs) we we both listened to the East Fam um podcast I think it's called Couple Things or something go check them out that's another podcast I really like I know you guys are always asking but they did an episode where the there's two couples and they were talking about how the wife always is like your body language, it makes me think you're mad. And then they're like, no, I'm not mad. And they just kind of have a little turf about that. And I made Cody listen to that little clip. And he's like, oh, that is just like you. You always think I'm mad and I'm not. I'm just sitting here. And I'm like, no, you're mad. There's something wrong with you. You only said one word. So that's always something that's funny. We are really bad at communicating, though. And that's something like 10 years later, we're still trying to get down. Right. But that was, it's hard. I know you and me also have talked about, like, the love languages and, like, knowing each other's love language. Are you guys good at that? Like, knowing each other's and respecting it, I guess? Well, I would say um, Caleb's parents know a lot about the love languages, and they really kind of got us into it. Like, Mm -hmm. we taught classes at at the high school and at church. Oh, that's cool. So, um, they kind of talked to us a little bit about you know what the love languages really mean you know because I don't love him the same way that he or doesn't show the love yeah right and so like sometimes he just does things you know like I will have like a long day at work and the house will be clean it's like okay like I love that you clean the house but like I just really want to like spend time with you Mm -hmm. two big ones are physical touch and quality time. So like constantly being around him or holding his hand. His and tell him like acts of service kind of. Right. His are acts of service and quality time as well. But it's like, I always want to snuggle, but you know, he gets too hot. (laughs) And so. See, I had never even heard about the two love language or the two. What am I talking about? The love, the five love languages. I never even heard about it. Until probably like two years into our marriage, which is like six years into our relationship. And that was like a game changer because you realize like just because like they're obviously cleaning the house because that's what they think you're like. That's their way of showing love. But to me, I'm like, yeah, right. cool. You clean the house. It's your job. It's your house, too. Right. Like, I don't think anything of that. Yeah. So it's still a struggle. Of course, I'm always struggling with like recognizing I think this year that's right. a big thing for me. I'm, like, trying to recognize, oh, okay, he did the dishes for me while I was at work. That's him showing that he loves me, not that that's his job <laughs> in our house. Like, okay, I get it now. I understand what we're doing. So that's something you have to grow and learn, I think, from. Yes, definitely. So if you don't mind me asking, what is something you have found works for you and Caleb during a conflict? Like, if you're fighting or just have just a disagreement, what – or something that kind of you guys have found that works for your relationship? How do you guys confront the conflicts or anything? Or are you still working on it? 
Um, I would say that we're still working on it, and I think that we'll be working on it for, you know, still a long time to come. Of but, course, I'm still working on this. <laughs> right. But, like, still kind of, like, you know. Are you guys pretty upfront with conflicts, or do you kind of let them build? I let them build. But he just kind of sounds like, like he's like, he, oh, he brushes it off. Like, oh, it's not like a totally big deal. Like I would say that he stresses out more than I do. And so you said he was pretty like he tells you what like what's up. <laughs> like, hey, I don't like that you do this. Does he do that with like uh, like bigger things, too? Yeah. And so like I kind of like am a hothead about it. Like I don't like to be always confronted about mm-hmm. certain things or, you know, even if I'm talking to someone and I don't realize that I said something, like, rude, you know, like, he'll kind of, like, pull me aside, you know, not in front of everybody. Yeah. But, you know, like, just a one-on-one and saying, like, hey, you know, that was kind of rude, you know. Like, I get where you were coming from, but it didn't sound that way to other people. Yeah. You know. That's cool. That's cool that he keeps you in track. I think I kind of do that with Cody. (laughs) Like, I do it to him, too, of course. Like, I would say he has some pretty bad wrote I will pretty bad not really he's actually gotten a lot better about it but like road rage you know driving <laughs> I think <laughs> that's a guy thing drives for yeah. a living you know he's always saying like people on the road who aren't you know following the law or you know being I'm always, this is me things. I just like want to give everyone the benefit of the doubt I'm like oh, be nice it's a grandma she's having a hard time and Cody's like then she shouldn't be driving exactly <laughs> I am the hot way, but I am a hothead as well. Just like you said, um, I have no patience, zero patience. And I tend to build things up and then explode. And Cody, I say is perfect because he is very calm and (laughs) he rarely raises his voice at me, which I don't, he builds them up too, but he never explodes. I just go off and have like an explosion in a couple months. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) um, but so do you have more patience or does he have more patience or are you guys both pretty the same? I would say we're both pretty patient about different things mm-hmm. like driving, you know, like that was an example before. Like I will always give somebody the benefit of the doubt, you know, <laughs> so but he on the other hand, you know, will just kind of like pass people or, you know, just kind of be like talking to himself, muttering, like, oh, like, why are you even driving right now? Blah, 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 blah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, but, yeah. Okay, so I only have a few more questions, but what is your favorite quality about Caleb? I would say that I love the fact that he loves the Lord, you know, just as much as I do, you know, growing up in a Christian home. Mm-hmm. You know, he really kind of grew up knowing and understanding God's love for us. Mm -hmm. And the fact that, you know, because of him, I was baptized into Christ. And, you know. Did you also grow up in a Christian family? I did, but we never went to church. And I was never really taught much about Mm -hmm. the Bible. And so, you know, like having my own personal Bible now and, you know, going to church and, you know, being connected. Did he kind of bring you in more into the church? Yes. So I don't know. This might not be the same. might be a totally different connection, but has being with Caleb changed? Or I don't really like the word change, but 
in a way, have you grown in something within yourself that you would give credit to your relationship, for instance, Christianity, or is there anything else that has you've seen yourself grown through your relationship? I would say the biggest part is Christianity and the fact that, like, I am being taught and, you know, he is the man of the house, so he's, you know, always showing me and always telling me certain things, you know, about the Lord and, you know, just some, we pray every night together and, you know, having really good Christian friends as well really kind of like helped play into that, not mm-hmm. just Caleb. Yes. Right. Because it's always hard holding your spouse accountable mm-hmm. for everything. Sometimes you need that outside perspective. And I would say that that was a really big thing is like that I would give credit to is the Christianity because I am not the same person that I was back in Kodiak. Like I was always angry. I was yelling at people. Just kind of calmed you. and Right. Like I don't have the same anger. I don't have like the same doubts about myself. Like I view myself very differently in being like a godly Christian woman. That's awesome. And wanting to be an example for other people. That's awesome. Now, this is my last question. What do you have for yourself or what? I can't even read my own notes. What message do you have for yourself two years ago, maybe before you were getting married at that young age? Or what would you want to tell anyone who's thinking about marriage, either a young age, any age, whatever, just something you wish you would have known maybe two years ago before diving in? Or are you just happy with the way it all turned out? I don't know. I think everyone has a message for themselves before a certain thing happened. So I would probably say to myself two years ago is, um, you know, just be patient in all the trials and tribulations that you are faced with, because it's not always on our time. It's on his time. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I've really had to like learn about. It's not the Hallmark movies every (laughs) single time. No, it's not. And it wasn't until you know like I started reading like different books and reading my bible more and being Mm -hmm. more consistent with you know trying to include the lord in my life that like just taking the time to just kind of breathe and being like okay like I don't understand now but I will understand later Mm -hmm. and really kind of having to be patient with myself about it because I would say that like going back and looking at some of my qualities in I am pretty harsh on myself. Like I would say that everyone like always is crazy. Everyone's hard you know, on themselves. It doesn't seem that way to other people. I think whether you're religious or not religious, going into a relationship, maybe making that next step, or if you're just like still in that like serious relationship, you you're just trying to grow. Even if you're not going to go get engaged or whatnot, I think you should always look to books like you were saying like you started Mm -hmm. reading books and look for nowadays we have social media so you can look to relationships that you maybe look up to um some like I've talked about it a million times some of my favorite youtubers are the youtubers that still address that they are fighting in their couple like in the relationship and I almost follow those people a little bit more than the ones that make me feel like their relationships are picture perfect because no relationship is picture perfect so I really like, I follow, there's like a couple I'm thinking of specifically and they 
they don't tell me obviously through the YouTube their YouTube channel that they what they are fighting about, but they address like, hey, today we're fighting, so you're not going to see much of us <laughs> getting along or something like that. And I think it just makes me feel better because I know, okay, me and Cody fought yesterday, but we can still have a great life. And I think just trying to find those role models in your life, whether it's in a book, the right. Bible, or social media, which is great for that too. Social media doesn't always have just negative parts. There are some benefits from it. And so I also hope from like this podcast, hopefully you guys can relate that obviously marriages aren't perfect. We are always just learning as we're going. So it's a hard thing. But yeah, I think I think that's something as a young me and maybe it's just because, well, I guess you're young. So it's a little different, but younger me never wanted to like, I can't think of the words, but like grow in my relationship. I never, or I guess I never knew where to go if I was struggling. But now as older me as I'm, I'm looking into books like, okay, you know, I'm going to go find a book about marriage and actually understand it more or see how other people dealt with it. Um, I don't know if any of that is making sense or not. But younger me just wanted it always to be like a movie, I think, where it's perfect. And if it's not going perfect, then there must be something wrong with our relationship. But I think that's a big thing. It's not your relationship. You need to learn to grow, compromise on things like doing the dishes or you got to realize what fits your household and stuff like that. Do you have anything else you want to add, Jackie? Um, I would say that's good. I feel like maybe I've kind of gone over things like little bits, you know, and yeah, it was great talking with you guys, and I'm glad that I could be a guest on Sarah's podcast. Yeah, thanks for so much for being on my podcast. I hope it won't be our only one together. I hope I didn't scare you off. <laughs> Not at all. And we can get into so much more about marriage. You know, maybe we'll think of specific things. If you are ever having anything in your relationship, you're like, you know, I think someone else in the world might need this issue too. Please let me know because I would love to hear other relationships because we're all different and so I think people can relate to them anywhere and same with you guys if you guys ever have anything you want us to talk about please write me on Instagram or Facebook and I will have an episode about it and hopefully I can find someone another wife or mom or whatever maybe just a woman who needs who could also help me tackle your guys' questions so thanks for tuning in and I will catch you guys next week bye bye